Good morning and welcome to another edition of the Master Your Moment podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brother Baruti Mwenda Mariaman. And as a reminder, this podcast is dedicated to uplifting the human spirit with everything that we all deal with on a daily and a a weekly and even a moment by moment basis. It's just so important that we take an opportunity or take the time to be reminded. And when I say reminded, I mean reconnected to understandings of why we're here, of our eternal hope, and our potential for limitless greatness. And that's in spite of many of the things that we deal with or have to deal with in terms of our challenges. This is our third episode. And if you've listened to the previous two podcasts, you know that our conversations this month have been centering around the theme of national suicide prevention awareness, something that we are very, very proud to be able to talk about and encourage others around. Let me also remind you that uh, if you're listening to the podcast and if you've listened before, uh, the importance of subscribing to it so that when it's happening, you'll know. If you're a Spotify listener, um, subscribing to it uh, and then sharing it, sharing it to people that you know, to your network. We're big on network. Share it with your network. Why do you say that, Brother Broody? Well, especially when we're talking about an issue like suicide, uh, it is very difficult to know from time to time what people are dealing with. And even as statistics show us, there's a very good likelihood that someone that you know or someone within your circle may be struggling with depression, may be struggling with issues in relationship to their their home life, whether it be professionally or personally, And sometimes hearing one thing, hearing one thought, one idea can be the difference between moving forward and stopping. And I'm sure you agree with me that if you, me, we, if we have the ability or the opportunity to speak into the life of another person and have it result in them not taking their life. Man, what a great thing that would be. So please share the podcast. Please subscribe to it. You know, there are other things that we're going to be doing moving forward in terms of interviews and, you know, just different ways to promote the podcast. If you know anything about me, if you followed me from other uh, platforms, you know that I'm all about the variety. And I'm also about 
bringing to the forefront information that can benefit all of us as a collective. So please do that. As I mentioned, of course, this is our third show. This will actually be the final show in the month of September. Uh, the next time that we are together will be on the, the 4th, I guess, of October. And we'll be in the, in the fourth quarter even of the year. So we're looking forward to that. So as I mentioned, you know, we're talking about, we're talking about national suicide prevention and, you know, for today's show or today's podcast, I have entitled it Creating High Value Relationships. I know that's a mouthful. Create, let's say, create high value relationships. Create high value relationships. And I'm going to start today's discussion sharing something with you on a personal note. You know, I I actually began the journey towards this particular podcast over two years ago. In fact, if you go into my uh, Spotify file for Master Your Moment, you'll see when the first announcement was made for the show. And that was over two years ago. And, you know, one would ask themselves or might ask themselves, well, man, Brother Baruti, if this was in you from two years ago, why did it take you two years to actually get this done? And all of that, I cannot answer. But what I will say to you is something about the trigger that led to it coming to fruition. And it came as a result of what I personally define as a high value relationship, a high value relationship. Before I fully delve into that, I wanted to remind you of a couple of things. Suicide is the second leading cause of death in the world for those aged 15 to 24. One male dies by suicide every 14.4 minutes in the United States, and one female dies by suicide every 55.9 minutes in the U.S. And that, so that means that for every one female that is dying from suicide, nearly four men are. Now on either side of the equation, a loss of life is a loss of life. But for every one female, four men commit suicide. For every suicide death, there are 275 people who seriously considered suicide. I wanted to drop that statistic before delving in to the importance of high value relationships because 
With those numbers, it strongly suggests that someone within the sound of my voice, someone hearing this podcast, someone within my circle, someone within your circle is or has seriously considered, not fly-by-night thought, not, um, you know, no, seriously considered, meaning contemplated how they would get it done, why they would do it, the sense of hopelessness, helplessness that they felt leading up to it. 275. High value relationships. And you'll see, I'm going to bring it all back together. So stay with me. As I shared, I believe it happened that the, that the trigger for me was a high value relationship. And let me tell you something about this relationship. I'm not going to say the person's name for a number of reasons. But what I will say is that it was not someone that has known me for donkey years or for many years. It's not someone that can say that they grew up with me or that they they ran the, the streets with me or they worked with me in a specific venue. No, it's someone that just had a few occasions to connect or to communicate with me and not even in person. Man but rather by text message. They, in our communicating, sensed something. Remember that? If you sense something, they sensed something and they said it to me and their willingness or their obedience to do that in the moment that they did was a trigger for me to do something that I needed to do. Well, you say, Brother Baruti, you know, your show is is not nationally syndicated. You're not, you know, world-renowned or any of those things. And guess what? You're right. But what that high-value relationship and high-value interaction did, what it did was... It spoke to purpose in my life beyond the moment that I was in. And as a result of that, it prompted me to an action. Is it the only factor? No. Is it a crucial? Was it important as a factor? Absolutely. And it's, and it is that foundation that I want to suggest to you that the the importance of the relationships in your life, it is not only that these relationships maximize your value as a person, but they also reaffirm your why you are here. Let me say that again. The importance of 
high-value relationships is not only to maximize your value as a person, but also reaffirm your why you are here. That's what that relationship does for me. And it makes it high value because how many know there are so many people that we interact with over the course of our lives, just even in daily existence. So much of it is just jaw jacking. So much of it is is low vibration conversation. So much of it is about nothing that in the long term will prove beneficial. But here, this person, just in the course of typing back and forth, spoke something that brought us to this moment right here. So what I'd like to consider for just the next few moments are what are the characteristics of a high value relationship? There are several, and I'm not going into all of them right now just a few. The first thing that I'd like for you to consider about the relationships in your life and whether they are truly high value is a high value relationship holds a seat of authority in your life. They are not someone that just, like I say, fly by night. They're not someone that just comes and they're gone. Although there are instances where someone can be there just for a moment to say something to you and it change you. And I've had those experiences too. And I look forward to having an opportunity to share those. But the relationships that I'm talking about now where a person holds a seat of authority to sit down represents permanency. It represents staying power. They hold a seat of authority in your life. And along those lines, everybody doesn't have to know that they have that seat in your life. Because it's for you. It's your high value relationship. To everybody else, they may think, oh, you guys just kind of know each other. They may think you don't even know one another. But to you, my friend, They have a seat of authority in your life. What does that mean? That means that that they have the ability to see your life in full perspective, which moves into the second characteristic of a high value relationship. It is intimate versus transparent. Let me say that again. A high value relationship is intimate versus transparent. Well, what's the difference? And I'm not splitting hairs on definitions. If you want to go look words up, you can do that. Transparency, and you'll hear people say this. Well, I'm completely transparent. When something is completely transparent, 
in the scientific realm, what that means is that light passes entirely through them to where you can see what's on the other side of them. So the emphasis in transparency is not on what's happening within them, it's on what you can see on the other side of them. In an intimate relationship, into me see, in an intimate relationship, this person holding a seat of authority in your life is able to see directly into you. They are able, they are willfully exposed to whatever is going on inside of you. No holes barred. There is no back door on that. In an intimate relationship, you open, they see. The good, the bad, the indifferent, the intolerable, huh? the healthy, the unhealthy, it doesn't matter. They see everything. A high value relationship, in order for it to be high value, a person must hold a seat of authority, of authority in your life and they must be, you must be intimate with them. See, and even now for some hearing that, you've got to adjust your headset because when you think of intimacy, you automatically think of sex or you think of physical intimacy. And the truth is that the intimacy is a character, maybe one of the characteristics of a relationship, but intimacy of a of a of a consensual sexual, uh, emotional relationship with someone, but it is not a definer of it. You can have an intimate relationship as a man with another man. You as a woman can have an intimate relationship with a woman. You as a man can have an intimate relationship with a woman that is not predicated upon the two of you being able to be physically intimate. And I'm and I'm sharing that because so often I think if we were to stop right there, so often high value relationships are ignored because many of us cannot move past our carnal desires. Our our carnal desire for intimacy. So you can be interacting as a man or as a woman with a, with a member of the opposite or other gender and not be able to accept or appreciate the value of that high value relationship because you are stuck at, oh, it's got to be about us. She is the one. He is the one. Which has nothing to do necessarily with a high value relationship. So this is 
an extremely important characteristic for us to mature to because you don't want a situation where someone has the ability to bring value to you in in relationship form and you not be able to receive it because you're stuck someplace else. High value relationships hold a seat of authority in our lives. They are intimate versus transparent. High value relationships don't focus on the scars they see, but rather the source of the wounds. What do you mean, Brother Baruti? Listen, any of us that open up ourselves and show ourselves to another person will clearly reveal scars, scars from previous hurts, scars from previous relationships, scars from previous choices, scars from our childhood, scars from bad decisions relating to personal or professional choices, scars as a result of the foods that we've eaten and the impact and the effect of it, scars from mental uh, or emotional or behavioral challenges that we've had or have. The room is full of scars. Sometimes you'll hear people say, Everybody's got skeletons in their closet. We all have scars. High value relationships aren't focused on those scars. High value relationships are not focused on, oh man, you jacked up. It reminds me of, uh, <laughs> on, on, on sort of a funny note, as an example, uh, there's, a, there's a, uh, a skit or a commercial or something and it's um, what's the? It's Kevin Hart and Don Cheadle, and um, Don Cheadle makes a statement like you know, da 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 da, and he says his age, and I don't remember what it was, and Kevin Hart says, "Damn," right, and and they kind of build off of that in a really, really hilarious way, but high value relationships don't say "damn." High-value relationships focus on what you need to do to move beyond that scar. What you need to do in order to continue to move forward in your journey towards uh, self-determination and uh, self-development self-actualization. A high-value relationship focuses on that and not those ugly scars, not those relationships and how in the world, look at that mess you're in. No, no. How do we move from where we are now to where we're going? Why? Because I see in you, I see 
what's in you. Not just what's in you from the standpoint of your scars, but what's in you in terms of your potential. Yeah. High value relationships require no safe words. A safe word is a word that people will agree or a boundary that people will agree, hey, if I say this word, it means you've gone too far or you need to stop. In a high value relationship, there are no safe words. There is no need for a safe word. And that's why there are none, is because there is no need for one. Because the relationship is meant to bring out my best to see what I may not see in the moment. And if that relationship has to hinge on an ability to say certain things, then that is going to diminish its ability to be fully effective in my life. Again, the the, the person that I mentioned or referenced earlier, if they had been concerned with you know, well, do I say what I see to Baruti or do I, you know, or maybe Baruti's already heard it or maybe Baruti's heard it and is tired of hearing it or maybe Baruti does it. No. They spoke. No safe word, no, no concern. Not that I'm aware of anyway. And as a high value relationship, they have to be able to do that. There has to be that ability. Last one. In a high value relationship, truth is unconditional. In a high value relationship, there can never be a consideration to be dishonest with the person for any reason. You've got to be able to say what you feel and it be okay. The truth is unconditional. Now, it's great when high value relationships are mutual, right? Because think about it. If you each hold a seat of authority in each other's lives, if neither of you is focused on scars, but rather sources of the wounds, if there is intimacy versus transparency, if there is no requirement for safe words, if the truth is unconditional, and and I've got more, but you know, for another time, right? Then what a powerful relationship that is, that becomes, that has the potential to be. Let's bring it, let's bring it home. And this message is not just for someone who may have thought of or considered suicide or for someone that you know that may have thought of or considered suicide. This is a universal message. 
but under the umbrella of national suicide prevention, I want to suggest to you that you go back and you listen to the previous shows. And while honestly there is no secret formula to the prevention of suicide, I believe, I believe, and I feel you will agree with me, that if we sense something and are willing to say something, that if we have identified a process for forgiveness and then especially applied that to ourself in the form of self-forgiveness and then thirdly we make a habit of creating high value relationships as one who might be contemplating suicide it gives an opportunity to reconsider and to have hope. And we will be taking steps in the right direction to reverse this unfortunate trend that we see where suicide is concerned. And I'm gonna go just a step further on the personal as an individual that works every day with the veteran population. And as someone who is aware of the stats relating to suicide among that population, I know that if we can make decisions, if we can make adjustments, if we can have moments of realization that save even the life of one veteran. If I can do that, if my words can have that type of an impact, if something that I say results in someone, instead of killing themselves, cry, have a good cry. If hearing a word I say leads to a phone call to the National Suicide Hotline, if it results in a call to master your moments to be directed to the National Suicide Hotline, if it causes a person to just for one moment and reconsider. Then as the song says, my living shall not be in vain. I'm gonna tell you, I could keep talking about this. Like I said, I have other characteristics I'm sure you know at some point we'll delve into those because this is a subject 
that is clearly one that we need to focus more attention on. Because the impact, the, the gains from this are of such great importance that we cannot overlook at it. We cannot overlook it. So I'm going to say this because, you know, I, if we sense something, if you sense something, say something. If, if self-forgiveness is an issue, create a process for that. And evaluate your relationships to make sure that they truly fall into the category of high value because what's that going to do that's going to reaffirm within you that you are moving in the right direction and all you need sometimes is just a moment to reconsider like I said, for every one suicide death, 275 people seriously consider it. We've got to turn that around. Well, that's it. We have come to the end of this particular podcast and the end of our first month on the air. And I am truly thankful. I'm thankful to that person that spoke into me. I'm thankful to those that have listened to the podcast to this point. I'm thankful to those and for those that will listen to it in the future. I'm thankful for the lives that will be impacted, the lives that will be saved, the, the life that will be saved, the person that will consider or reconsider where they are, what they're doing, how important they really are. I'm thankful for all of that. I'm thankful for you as a listener. So until the next time we are together, I want to, I want you to remember that the situations and the circumstances in your life oftentimes are not meant to end you, but they are actually meant to expose something else that's inside of you and that something is tied inexplicably to your limitless potential for greatness and your eternal hope. Yeah. Yeah. This is your brother, Baruti Muenda Mariamen, saying peace to you until the next time. And remember... It ain't about the hours or the days or the months or them years. And for many of us, them years are piling up. <laughs> it's about the moments. So, master your moments. Peace. Peace.